Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we deliver marketing strategy in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball and Allison Carter. Good morning. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. So, this week we're going to talk about customers hiring people so they don't need us. Yeah, I'm all for that, actually. Sound a little strange? How many companies typically will tell their customers, you need to hire someone who can do our job? You know, I even though we work for an agency that performs, that, that strategizes and executes outsourced marketing, I'm a firm believer that the best marketing always comes from within a company. It absolutely does. And I think, you know, we serve a, and companies like ours serve a valuable role in that we can help companies bridge the gap as they're growing, as well as provide outside perspective, maybe some expertise in some areas that the company wouldn't be an expert in. But the truth is, you got to have, especially as you grow, you have to have people in-house that own the marketing. Well, and more than owning it, you know, I can do a lot of research. I can interview you. I can talk to you. I can do inter- I can do internet research. But the fact of the matter is, if you want really great content marketing, the best stuff is going to come directly from people who do this all day, every day, who have done this for 10, 15, 20 years, from people who really know it and love it. A marketing person can massage it and fluff it and make it sound prettier and make sure the commas go where they're supposed to. But at the end of the day, the knowledge is what really makes content marketing sing. All right, so you've, you're a growing company. Mm-hmm. You've got 8 to 10 people. Mm-hmm. You've got subject matter experts. Mm-hmm. You've got the business owner. How do you know that it's time to hire someone internal to do marketing? When there's no marketing getting done because you are too damn busy trying to run the other aspects of your business and really just to keep up with the business that you already have. And so, what kind of things should a um, a company look for as they're bringing in? I mean, as they're bringing in those first few marketing people, what kind of talents? What kind of skills? What kind of things should the owner be looking at that person realistically to do? Well, they need to look. I think it's very important to look for someone who's process oriented. A lot of people they think marketing, they think creatives, and they're certainly that's certainly a very very important side of the industry. But especially when you're bringing in a first person in an organization that has no internal marketing structure, you need someone who is going to be able to set processes that could be in place years from now. They've got to forge a new trail, and that's a really difficult job. And I think that is often where lots of businesses kind of make a mistake is their first marketing person, they go out looking for that creative. Mm -hmm. And that's really not how it gets done. Um, The creative piece is probably the easier part to outsource. The person putting in place the, the program that takes emails from the customer service database and gets them into the newsletter. The person that talks to the sales team and figures out what product they're going to feature and puts in place a standard way to create, to collect that information. You know, people are always like, oh, you know, I need someone with lots of design experience and HTML and you know, yada, yada, yada. No, that's the easy part to outsource at reasonable prices. 
the hard part and the part that no one outside can really ever do for you is to keep those channels of communication open between the owner, the salespeople, the techs, whoever's doing the work. That's something that an outsourced company is always going to struggle with because the people internally are always going to have other priorities. An outsourced company, it's a lot harder for us to just go park out, camp out in their office until they give us the answers that we need. You know, one of the things that um, I think is important is that a business owner, especially kind of when companies hit that early growth stage, you know, they start to get to be around a million, million and a half in sales. You're in the 10 to 15 employee range. Um, you still kind of have the strategy and know where your business has to go. And so bringing in a high-level marketing strategy person may not necessarily give you the results that you want. Mm -hmm. um, bringing in somebody who can collect that information mm -hmm. and can be a bridge, mm -hmm. um, can look for the resources. I mean, honestly, if you've got a good person in-house, you can go to a local university mm -hmm. and get someone who can design a flyer. You can. I think that that's, I think that that's really a place where that internal person becomes the point person for working with an outside agency because you still aren't going to have all of those resources at your disposal. You're not going to have perhaps a web design. And let me just say this, don't try to find someone who can do it all. Oh my gosh. Um, there is, I've been doing this for 30 years and I have run across some incredibly talented people, but it is a balancing act. The better someone is at one thing, mm -hmm the less time they have to develop the other side of their skill set. Mm -hmm. Great writers are typically not great designers. And I know some will be like, well, Mimi, yes, there are exceptions. But in almost every case, there's, they're going to be better at one than the other. And in most cases, you wind up with someone who is, at best, mediocre at many things. So that's really where outsourcing can really pay off. Yeah, you can, um, it, it helps if you have someone that has a little bit of familiarity yes. um, so that they can give guidance and direction. Mm -hmm. But being really strong at all of those, it's not realistic. It is not realistic, and it's really not the most important thing. The most important thing when you're hiring that first person is to get someone who can keep you all on track and coordinate all of the different moving parts. You know, and this is where um, I think you really need to step back and look at your business and look at your team. Mm -hmm. Because the marketing person, uh, especially if you've never had formal marketing before, is going to need to be um, getting buy-in from everyone on your team. Uh -huh. And so you may not be able to afford someone with 15 years of experience in an MBA in marketing, and that probably is overkill for your organization. But you may want to think twice about bringing in a brand new college grad. Um, they're very, it's going to be a lot less expensive, I get that, but if you bring on that young college grad who's got skills and talent, you as an owner are going to have to be more hands-on because odds are, especially initially, it's going to be hard for that person to have the credibility with an engineer who's been there for 10 or 15 years. Mm -hmm. And so you, there are trade-offs. Um, 
You can spend less, you will be more involved. If you bring in somebody with a few years experience, they're going to have a little bit of, a little bit more on the, on the in their toolkit. They're gonna to have a little bit more experience. They're gonna be able to say, this is what we've done, I've done before, and this is what works, and it will help them hit the ground running. But you will pay more for that. You know, it's interesting. You know, I've, I've been working here a few years now. I started when I was, uh, I had just turned 23 when I started here. And I'm 26 now. I really expected that I would have more authority at this point. Because people who are my age or younger, they find me very frightening, actually. <laughs> um, I've been told. Intimidating. But people who are older than me, I can't tell you how many meetings we've sat in where you and I have said, where I've said something, you've repeated it verbatim. And it's only when you said it that the customer believed you. There is, um, there is a certain amount of authority that comes with gray hair. Though, I, and, and I think this is um, kind of what I'm getting to there. Clients who have worked with us for a long time, we are interchangeable. In, 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 a, lot of, in a lot of conversations, it doesn't matter which one of us says it, they will listen because you've earned their respect. Yes. Um, new people, you're right. Um, also, people, uh, some of our clients um, who we work with over the phone who have never met you, mm -hmm. so they don't have that age bias. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't had that issue. It's, it's a very different conversation. So, you know, I think as a, as a business owner, as you're looking at bringing someone into your organization and you want them to be effective, um, you got to look for skills. You want, you want to be sure that they have the ability to manage the process. But then you also have to realize that you, especially as you're introducing marketing for the first time, you need to kind of pave the way for that. Yeah, you need to make it clear to the rest of your team, this is important. When this person asks you for something, that does not fall to the bottom of your priority list. Mm -hmm. And you need to make sure that if your people aren't getting that marketing person what he or she needs, you're going in there and you're busting some heads. Absolutely, because if you, number one, realistically, you know, I mean, someone who is young and fresh out of school is typically not going to kick up a fuss. They'll just do the best they can with what they've got, and you won't get the best results. Mm -hmm. um, and you're not going to accomplish what you want with that marketing person. But on the other side, and this is, I, I've seen companies make this mistake as well, working with us, working with an outside agency, they bring in that first marketing person and they tell them they're going to be a process person. Mm -hmm. And then that process person begins to convince their boss, oh, no, 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 I can do this and I can do that. And they want to play on the creative side. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, you know, situations where I've lost a client. I've been on the other side. I've been on the corporate side telling my boss, that I could do that and we didn't need the outside resource. As an owner, I would, I would really caution you to err on the side of not throwing too much to your marketing person too fast. Yeah. Because you're also gonna be asking them to manage other things. And so suddenly, yes, they can do the newsletter but will the newsletter fall to the bottom of the priority list and suddenly that wonderful foundation that you've built will fall away. You know, it's funny you mentioned email newsletters. Let's talk about some of the kind of the warning signs your business owner. How do you know that you need to hire that person? One of the first things that 
we notice when working with clients, and again, even working with an outsourced agency, if that owner is the point person, it's very, very simple for us to not be able to get information that we need in order to support that owner. I have one client who I call literally every day asking, begging for information for a newsletter. And I know he's busy, I know that he knows it's important, but there simply aren't enough hours in the day for him to get what he knows that he needs to grow his business. And the most frustrating thing from our side is I'm looking at this, when he sends out an email, 25 or 30% of the people he sends an email to are opening it. So he has an opportunity, he's got a great audience, they love him and they love the company, to reach out and touch thousand, two thousand, his list is, is almost 8,000. So he has an opportunity to touch several thousand people if he will just carve out an hour to get with us. If he had an in-house marketing person who could basically handle all of this, that person would easily pay for themselves in opportunities created by reaching those customers more regularly. And you know, I have seen, um, with this particular client as well as another one, I have seen customers who I have very seriously worried about their health as a result of overwork and as a result of trying to do it all. And, you know, ultimately, you know, I've seen people who work, you know, insane 100 hours a week, amounts of time no human being should ever work. They never sleep. They don't eat right. You can see them gaining weight. I really have genuinely been concerned about people's health all because they would not get help. And so I guess, you know, kind of to wrap this up, I'm going to tell you that um, we would love to work with you. Absolutely. But... We would also really encourage you to look at your business and decide, is this a time that you need to bring in a first marketing person or even a second to manage a lot of the day-to-day, -to, -day, to give your marketing that very authentic and very personal feel that only an internal person can give and reach out to companies like ours mm -hmm. for the extras, for the strategy, mm -hmm. for some of the stuff that just doesn't get done in the normal course of business. Absolutely. So if you've enjoyed today's program, I'd really like to encourage you to go to iTunes, make a comment, leave a review, tell us what you think. If you'd like to learn more about marketing, business ownership, social media, content development, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.